0: Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars with Earl and Nancy Stewart, Stu Stewart, and Rick Kearney. Reach them with your questions at 877-960-9960. And now, here's Earl Stewart. Good morning, everybody. Every
1: every Saturday when I say that, I just say, how many times have I said that? Good morning. Uh, My name is Earl. I'm a recovering car dealer. And uh, I've been doing this for about uh, 16 years. I'm losing track of time. And what I'm doing and what I'm talking about I'm doing is telling you how to avoid being taken advantage of. I say ripped off sometimes. Uh, taken advantage of, ripped off by car dealers. And uh, car dealers are, they're kind of like a protected uh, species. They're, they're uh, endangered because they do business the way a lot of other businesses did business 100 years ago. That's about how long we've had car dealers. But they're frozen in time. Uh, they really haven't caught up, and they're still using a lot of unfair and deceptive advertising, uh, tricky sales tactics, uh, lying, cheating, and stealing, to put it bluntly. And to back up those harsh words, because I know there are a lot of dealers out there listening, a lot of uh, car dealer employees out there listening that are saying, how dare you? Uh, Gallup poll, Honesty and Ethics and Professions. The Gallup poll has been conducted on this subject, honesty and ethics, uh, for, well, 1977. You do the math, 40-some-odd years. And uh, every year, car dealers rank at the bottom. Uh, They've been dead last. Last year, 2018, they were dead last in honesty and ethics, among all the professions. And this is a USA poll that's taken... Uh, for all the consumers in the United States by the most prestigious polling organization, the Gallup organization. And they're, they are, they're used for, they're, 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 they're the gold standard of polling. I know people don't trust polls when they talk about polls. I don't say that you can believe every poll. But if you're going to believe a poll, believe a Gallup poll. And that's why I'm here. That's why Rick Kearney, and that's why Nancy Stewart, and that's why Stu Stewart. This is the, the group that is in the studio this morning, and we're here every Saturday morning to talk to you, listen to you, uh, hear your comments, and we have a, a few comments of our own. Uh, we have uh, new stuff and old stuff. Uh, we welcome... Uh, candid comments. We we welcome people to call in and tell it like it is. A lot of people are embarrassed when they get taken advantage of. I am. I mean, nobody likes to be a sucker, right? Uh, uh, We don't want to be taken advantage of. Sometimes we hide it. Uh, When we hide it, we do a disservice uh, to everybody else because our story probably has been uh, repeated uh, by others who maybe were afraid to talk about it too. So if you've been taken advantage of, We'd like to hear about it. You don't have to uh, identify yourself. Uh, you can just call in. Uh, you can text us. You can. We're on Facebook now. You can post. We're on Twitter and Periscope. Uh, the number is 877-960-9960. You can text us at 772-497-6530. Facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. And as I say, Twitter. And YouTube as well. YouTube, yeah. As a matter of fact, we got the, the the duties divided up here. Rick Kearney takes care of the YouTubers. You can post on YouTube, and and Stu is taking care of the Facebookers and Twitter and, and Twitter and Periscope. Periscope. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yep. Nancy, uh, uh, she takes care of everything, and she also takes care of the in in calls. And she has a special role. Nancy Stewart is not just my co-host, but she's a female advocate a women's advocate, and has done an amazing job on the show. If I want to go back 15 years, it was like a miracle when a woman called the show. And gradually, gradually over the years, last week, how many calls did we have? This? How many female callers? Eight. Wow. It was
2: even. Eight yeah. and eight.
1: So we had 16 total calls, <laughs> 50-50. So congratulations. That's it's an amazing job. And for, while we're talking about it, uh, share with our listeners Our special program for first-time female callers.
2: Yes, ladies, we have a special platform for you right here at Earl Stewart on Cars. And uh, the first two new lady callers, you can win yourself $50 this morning. So uh, join in the fun. Give us a call. That phone number is 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. But you must call if you want to win yourself $50. Back to the recovering car dealer.
1: And thanks to Nancy, uh, she pushed and pushed and pushed and says we need to get some female mystery shoppers. And uh, we dragged her feet on it, frankly, and I apologize. But we now have a really good female shopper, and mystery shopper, and she's been out last week and she was out this week in our mystery shopping report which by the way if you if you're new to the show uh, it is really kind of cool I mean uh, it is unique there's nothing like it on radio or TV for that matter we actually send an undercover agent you know uh, pretend buyer of a car or leaser of a car, and we go into some dealership in South Florida. We've been to North Florida, too, for that matter. We've been to the West Coast. So we we blanket the state, but primarily we concentrate in South Florida, and we go in and pretend to buy or lease a car, and it's a lot of fun. It's entertaining, even though it can be tragic and disturbing, um, and we keep a toll. We keep a track. We keep a score. The car dealers that do an average job we put them on the recommended list average or above average and if they don't do a very good job we put them on the don't buy from this car dealer list and now we have this female shopper going in so we can kind of keep an idea keep keep an eye on are women being treated with courtesy respect understanding uh, empathy Uh, are they being you know back in the day and some of the car dealerships are still mentally back in the day uh, women would be told to uh, come back with your husband, um, you know, or let me show you the cosmetic mirror on the rear visor. Uh, uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't open the hood. They wouldn't uh, talk about the technical features of the car because they were talking to women. Uh, that's faded out a lot, but there still exists some pockets of male chauvinas. It's less it's less blatant yes. but it's there. Subtle yeah. male chauvinas. Thanks to hashtag me too. So that's that's Nancy's primary role. My son, Stu, is, uh, uh, he's our connection with uh, outer, I started to say outer space, cyberspace. <laughs> that too. Sometimes he's in outer space, but <laughs> we won't talk about that. And uh He's connected as a Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, uh, he is. We are broadcasting our signal all over the world. Really, I'm dying to get a call from South America, Europe, uh, the Middle East. She's still Nancy's, laughing at me, Nancy's. Uh, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing with you. Outer space. Okay. So, but uh, uh, this is exciting because we have to be careful now because we're you know, we're, you see us. You can look at us, and if you're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and there we are. So <laughs> we can't make a, can't make rude gestures. What am I looking at? <laughs> Out of space. And you know, we need a camera in the control room because Rudy and Jonathan think like they are immune. We need a camera in the. Ca- we'll do that next week, maybe in the new studio. Oh, in the new oh, studio, yeah, exactly. yeah. So they have to I behave themselves. I think that's a really good visually. idea. But anyway, <laughs> it is a lot of fun, and we're getting a lot of calls from. out of of state i mean kentucky and massachusetts and and uh, all over the united states love to have an international caller and uh it'd be cool um i on my personal facebook page i have callers or callers i don't have callers i have people that uh, post from england and egypt and south america australia Australia. yeah so you folks out there out of usa love to hear from you and uh, 877-960-9960. And you texters, a lot of people just don't want to fool around with the a yeah. f They just want to get the question out, the comment out. And that text number is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. And every time I read that text number, I'm thinking, Stu, we really need to get a uh, easy-to-remember text number, something that would be that uh, – Maybe it spells something. Yeah, we'd spell something. <laughs> black, Maybe uh, it already does. Auto hotline or something like that that people can remember easily. But yeah. 877-960-9960 in Texas at 772-497-6530. I want to talk about something quickly here. This, it's our blog in, in the hometown news this week, and, and we talked about it last week. It's basically the $100,000 dealer fee challenge. Um, it's a challenge to all car dealers to debate me live on this show any Saturday from uh, you know 8 to 10. And that's where we're on right now. And we're going to debate the legality of the dealer fee. Basically, should the dealer fee be made illegal? And by dealer fee, I mean hidden fees. I'm so happy the Consumer Reports uh, has an article coming up. In fact, they already have it online about hidden fees. And Nancy has uh, read that. Stu has read that. Uh, Rick may have read it. Uh, That's really getting some attention when Consumer Report gets on it. So, you car dealers out there, I announced it last week. I haven't heard from anyone. $100,000 challenge, and I donate if I win to Big Dog Ranch Rescue. If you win, you get the $100,000, you can give it to Big Dog Ranch Rescue or your favorite charity, or keep it. Whatever you want to do. $100,000, how can you turn me down? And I believe, do we have a caller?
2: We do. Good morning, Michael michael's calling from port st Lucie.
3: hello hi michael it's martin
1: martin
2: oh
3: hi martin
1: (laughs) i apologize how are you
3: i'm good i don't know if you remember me i haven't spoken to you in three or four years it's
2: been a while yeah i recognize your voice
3: how are you guys
2: we're doing well thanks for the call
3: I want to just make a remark about you guys. I really don't have a question, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I um, Earl hooked my best friend up in uh, Miami with a new uh, Highland, um, Not, I'm sorry, a new four, a 16 forerunner runner mm-hmm. that she bought from you guys, and she drives all the way from the Redlands in Miami, if you know where that is. And, wow. Um, it's a little, just a little north of Homestead, mm-hmm. and two things. The only way to buy a car, new car, and I think that you do use ones now, is TrueCar dot com, which you hooked me up with when I bought my car. Mm-hmm. And my other remark is, Earl, you are just like me. You do what you say you're going to do, and I'm the same way. Um, my friend Barbie, she comes up for your for her oil changes and. The tire rotation is every 5,000 miles, and if you do that at your dealership when you need tires, you get a new set of tires, no charge, and she did that, oh, I don't know, it's three, four months ago, and by the way, they're good tires. They're Cooper, at least, and I don't think they're new car tires because they don't last as long as replacement tires we all know that so. Well,
1: martin thank you I very much to, I, I can't tell you how much i appreciate the call and i want to say to the listeners this is not a uh infomercial no, it's not a soliciting call and earl solicited.
3: is the real deal and i told you guys probably four years ago because i used to call occasionally and um um i'm probably the most secular person you'll ever want to meet and somebody needs to bless you and Nancy because you are just fabulous, incredible people.
1: Thank you, Martin. Please call the show again, and I hope to hear from you. Uh, uh, You're an interesting guy, and, of course, you're very complimentary, so I have to say I appreciate that. And I just noticed that all of our switchboard lines are lit up. If you're trying to reach the show and you get a busy signal, please call back. But, hey, that's a good thing. We have a lot of people out there waiting to get on the show, and we're going to try to get everybody on that has a comment or question and again, Martin, thank you so much yes, for taking the time to call thank the you. show.
2: And thank your friend. Uh, I was. So, I'm so happy to hear from you. Stay in touch.
1: And uh, R- Rudy what? is our next caller. Uh, what, Michael? Michael. Okay, I said Martin We're go before to it was Michael. Good morning. Good
2: morning,
0: good morning Michael. Um, good morning. I heard an advertisement for Car Shield, and what they indicate is if you have a problem with your car and you bring it to the dealer or a mechanic and you have it fixed, and they will pay for the uh, whatever the, the the charges are. And my sister had an issue the other day. She started subscribing back in April, and she had an issue with her car, and uh, brought it to the dealership. It came to about fifteen hundred dollars, and Car Shield refused to pay because they indicate that they'll only cover for the transmission, the powertrain, or the engine, and that, to me, was very misrepresenting because they indicated if you break down, you know, you, you could just bring it to the dealer or mechanic and we'll pay, you know, the, the, the cost. So are you familiar with it? It's called, I believe it's called car or auto shield. It's I like know. an insurance plan on your car.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Stu
4: is familiar with that, Stu. Yeah you, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Michael. It is an insurance plan. Um, it's a remarketed extended warranty. And it's kind of presented out there like it's a brand new thing. Um, it's the same thing that's been been sold by dealers since probably the beginning of the car business, and um, and also third party uh, sellers. But it's a it's an extended warranty. Technically, it's called a vehicle service contract. But it, all it is is an insurance policy. You pay a premium. Um, and more likely than not um, you're going to pay more in premiums than you'll ever see in
1: your uh, yeah. in, in benefits. The, the bottom line is ignore any solicitation from any extended warranty or p- coverage plan like this. If you get an email or a snail mail or any kind of solicitation, uh, if you have to have an extended warranty or you have to have a maintenance plan, analyze it carefully, see what it does not cover. Uh, that is the big thing and what it does cover often is, as you say, is power Engine transmission, and that is something that isn't yeah. going to. If it's, come it's just powertrain, then yeah, then yeah exactly. Stay so away. yeah, stay away from uh, the, the world.
0: The thing, the thing of it all, uh, I I think it was about a hundred and maybe thirteen dollars a month. Uh, and I think she made one or two payments, and I told her to call her credit card and dispute the charge because to me, or to, it's misrepresentation. Yeah. I mean, the way they advertise: if your car breaks down, we'll take care of it, yeah. and and certainly. <laughs> They didn't go into the details about transmission, engine, or powertrain. Mm-hmm.
1: So- These extended warnings uh, are one of the biggest scams on the market. Uh, I even get them in the mail, and uh, they're... Blanketing Florida with it, probably the whole USA, but just totally ignore them, throw them in the trash can. If you want to buy an extended warranty, you go take it into the dealership and be sure it's a manufacturer extended warranty. And even then, I don't recommend you buy it if you've got a quality car. If you're buying a, a Honda or a Nissan or a, a you know good quality Consumer Reports approved type car, you don't need an extended warranty.
0: Well, thank you for the information. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for the call, Michael. And we've got
0: another
2: caller. We do. Uh, We're going to go to John in Palm City. Good morning, John.
1: Hey, John. You there?
5: Yes. Hey, John. Hi, John. Yes. How you doing? Good morning to everybody. Good morning. It's funny talking about schemes. According to USA article, there's so many scams out there, you can't believe it. The Federal Trade Commission just shut down four illegal robocall firms major firms, billions, not millions, of illegal calls. The first topic that was on it was auto warranties. Second was home security. Third is debt relief. Four, and we're talking about billions, of illegal robocalls. That's number one. Then, according to dot com, Federal Trade Commission, again, accused dealers in the state of Virginia and Maryland of sending out notices to 21,000 vehicle owners. Send out postcards, mostly, warning with their phone number on it, the dealer, to call this number. There's a recall, dangerous recall on your car. Bring it in. There's no charge, okay? Mm-hmm. You call. You make an appointment. They bring the, You bring the car in. Then they call you or contact you and said, well, that's taken care of. But we found this and that, other new problems that are not covered by this warranty, and the owner must pay. So
6: That's good, good information. So
5: some of the things that are going on with scams. I thought scams were bad when I lived in New York City. Boy, this is nothing what's going on today. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you know, there's an old saying when I lived in New York, be careful. Somebody might try to sell you the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, these scams are very serious because yeah. people are – I mean, you get a postcard, especially today – With all the recall notices that are out there, and you think it's absolutely legit. And there's the dealer on a postcard, name and number to call, and actually you bring it in. So what happens? They sock it to you when it's in there. They said, oh, we fixed the problem. First of all, anybody on recalls Call that number www.safercars.com dot com. Yes, that's very important. Yes, that, that's
1: if, dot gov uh, g o v www.safercar right, dot
5: Right, gov. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, no problem, John. Thank what I want say much. is, I mean, just to give you an idea of some of these scams, people have been getting calls, and it's your phone number on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has gotten that.
4: Yeah, people yeah. that
5: I know, myself, I've gotten three or four. Yeah, that's your phone number, so you wonder what's going on.
1: Yeah. You John, pick it up. John, there's a you know, app out there that you can use scam. that automatically blocks uh, uh, robocalls. It's called Robo Killer. Yeah. I use that on my phone. R O B O K I L L E R. Robo Killer. Download it on your iPhone. I sure, don't know if Androids have them, but uh, I get no robocalls anymore.
5: On air, uh, this is a great website. It's called com
1: aside People
5: have time. Go look at it. Very good. And these dealers, this is a lot. 21,000 notices that went out in the two states of Virginia, and they said it exists in other states of the United States. I didn't see anything about Florida, Honor.
1: Yeah, huge amount of that. Thanks, John, for the heads up. Uh, you're absolutely right about that.
2: Yeah, thanks, John. We're really backed up with some calls. We really appreciate your call. We'll hear from you again next week. You always have a great amount of information to share with us, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Tina, who also is a regular caller from Bonita
7: Springs. Good morning, Tina. Hi, how are you guys doing this morning?
4: Wait, do you hear that? It's your theme Um, song, Tina.
7: I'm putting you on speakerphone. Hold on, just one moment. Uh,
4: Keep going, Rudy. (laughs) Can you hear me a little bit better?
0: Thanks, Rudy. Rudy. A
6: That's for you, Tina. <laughs> Tina,
1: Bonita. <laughs> Tina Bonita.
6: Thank
8: you, Rudy. I
7: love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Anyway, oh my goodness, I'm almost so flustered I can't even think about what I want to talk about. But okay, it's come up in my mind. All right. This is probably not unique. I am not the first person to think about this, but we all know about that dreaded dealer fee. And we know that there's many car dealers that just won't take it off. They'll say, I'm sorry, ma'am, I'm sorry, sir, but we have to leave this on, so here's my tactic. Say, for instance, they offer me $10,000 for my trade, and I know their dealer fee is about six or $700. How about I say, okay, well, we have a deal as long as you give me 11000 for my trade. How do you think that would work?
1: I think that's a very good thought. I, you know, it's, it, Some of the dealers have the mindset that the, the salespeople just are told, in no case can we uh, wage a dealer, uh, waive a dealer fee. And they'll even lie to their own sales force and say, if we charge one customer a dealer fee, we must charge all the customers' dealer fees. So the fact of the matter is that's not true at all. But you take away their argument and uh, just say, reduce the price or increase my trading allowance. Stu had a point. Just If you're doing that, that's
4: a great idea. Just make sure that you've already done your due diligence on your trade and you are sure you're getting the most for your trade because if they're undervaluing your trade, that's not going to do much. Uh, you know, it won't be much help to you. But if you had a few vids from uh, some other dealers, maybe Carvana, things like that, uh, then that's a great tactic.
7: What about Kelly Blue Book or Kelly Yellow Book?
4: Uh, I mean, that puts you in the ballpark of the value of your trade, but um, a trade-in appraisal is really a subjective opinion, and you can get somebody who um, does really well selling your particular model. Um, um, so it's always in your best interest to still get three
1: bids uh, on your trade. You can use uh, Kelly Blue Book as a guide, uh, but you need to really check it in the real world. The best value, uh, true value for your car is what somebody will actually pay you for for it and when you go to a car dealer let's say you're trading in a honda you go to a honda dealer used car manager and say you want to sell them the car that's a real number that's a real value and then you go to two other honda dealers and you really get an accurate number of what your car is worth but uh, all the books the black book the blue book the orange book all the books are just uh guides they're not actual numbers that you can sell the car
6: for
7: Yeah, and the the thing is that as far as the retail price for your used car, will there ever be a time that you could possibly – get the retail price trading for your used car if your used car is in really good shape or is that never going to happen? That's
1: never going to happen. Uh, they might lead you to believe yeah. you're getting the retail price. They they can make you believe you're getting the retail price just by raising the price of the car you're buying and that's what a lot of car dealers do. They call it an over allowance. Let's say your trade-in is worth $10,000 and uh, you're buying a new car for $20,000. They'll raise the price for the twenty thousand dollar car to twenty two thousand, and they'll give you twelve thousand for your trade-in. But it's not really true. It's the all smoke and mirrors. Same thing, yeah.
7: Exactly. I was going to say you have to be, you have to really do your homework ahead of time before you trade in your car, and you have to be one step ahead of the dealer, which is always the toughest thing to do. But if you're one step ahead. It could save you thousands of dollars down the road, no pun intended.
6: Yeah,
1: The, the silver bullet that will kill the dealer is competition. And if you truly uh, subject him to intense competition, uh, if I'm a Chevrolet dealer, uh, the I would rather die than lose a deal to my competitive Chevrolet dealer. And so if, you, if he knows that you're going to take his deal to two other Chevrolet dealers and you work all three of them against each other, it's a lot of work. You know, True Car Costco auto buying program. Uh, there are easier ways to do it, but if you're out there and you're 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 a smart person, you're a, you're you're a someone like you, Tina. You could really really get a good deal on a car just by shopping three competitive dealers. They would cut it to the bone to sell you a car. Competition can really get you a great price.
7: And location has something to do with it too, because I know from people like my, I'm a hairstylist and. Some of my clients have talked a little bit about their car buying experiences. And one of the rules I found out from people that are not necessarily all that wealthy, they will go to LaBelle, they will go to Port Charlotte, they will go to Punta Gorda to buy a car rather than Fort Myers and Naples because Fort Myers and Naples being a wealthier market, Mm -hmm. they charge more for their vehicles. I know somebody that had bought a brand-new, beautiful Ford F-150 truck. He went to LaBelle and he got a deal that was $7,000 less than the dealer in the Wow.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the neat thing now is we've got computers and (laughs) smartphones, and you can shop online uh, at any distance. I mean, uh, years ago... uh, uh, just for fun, I, I got on my computer, and I started shopping as far as away as Tampa just to get an out-the-door price at all different car, car dealerships. And you get a huge, just geographically, sometimes you get a two. I haven't heard of a $7,000 swing, but I believe it. And uh, use your computer and uh, save your shoe leather and your gasoline by driving around for car dealers. Get online out-the-door prices, and there's no limit to the number of dealers you can shop. Heck, you could even shop out-of-state if you want wanted to um the nice thing about getting a real low price even if it's far away you can take that price to your local dealer and say look uh this is what i can buy it for i don't feel like driving to tampa but i will if i have to if you match the price i'll buy it from you
7: yeah exactly that's a good idea be willing to travel a little bit Mm
6: -hmm. and
7: for those people online right now that are maybe not so internet savvy which there's quite a few and there's no no shame in that um, if you have a younger relative or someone else that's really computer savvy, and, you, and your family sit down with them in front of their PC or their mm-hmm. mobile device or whatever, and patiently go shopping for cars online, yeah. especially if not, you know, if you like a lot of the older generation, they they still don't have cell phones; they have flip phones. They don't have yeah. a mobile device necessarily, but a younger family member could be a real help.
1: Exactly, and Perfect. interesting point you make there because. Uh, I talk about victims, and I talk about uh, very young, very old, uh, English language impaired, uh, uh, lack of education. You know, a big uh, class of victims we have now, Tina, which you identified, are the non-cyber savvy. Uh, We have a whole group of people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and uh, they don't have computers, they don't use computers, they don't use smartphones. If you don't use online Uh, tools today, smartphones and computers, uh, you're being taken advantage of. We have two-tier pricing, the Internet price and we have the -the walk-in-the-door price. If you call or walk in today and you don't get the Internet price, you're paying too much. And uh, a lot of people, as you say, Tina, the elderly, just don't know how to use a computer. Get your grandkids, your kids, your friends, somebody that can help you and shop online with their assistance.
7: Yeah, and then the other big trap that we've talked about before, especially with the elderly, is avoiding the lease trap because they may yeah. think they're buying a vehicle. When they sign that paperwork, they find out too late that they've signed a lease. Exactly. And that could really be problematic. So like we said before, the golden rule of car shopping is never go by yourself. Exactly. Never.
1: Tina, thank you so much. And
2: uh, you, know, you hit on a lot of hot uh, topics, Tina. And the bottom line, never go shopping alone. Thanks so much for the call, yes, Tina. You know. Oh, thank you. We'll we'll hear from you next week. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And like Earl mentioned uh, earlier, we do have that mystery shopping report. And it's a doozy. And that's from Ed Morse Delray Toyota. And uh, we're going to call it part two of the Costco program. Back to the recovering car dealer.
1: I think we'll get some text. Uh, Stu's got some marks on his pad there.
4: We do. Uh, the first one comes from James H. Question is, can I register a new car on my own and avoid the exorbitant dealer registration
1: fee? I think the answer is no. Uh, I used to think you could and I think there was a time when you could. But I think that uh, the uh, Department of Vehicle in Florida, and I can't speak for other states, uh, Department of Vehicle in Florida made a change. They eliminated a lot of offices.
4: I think it's for um, just regular consumers can't do it. I think if you have a like a tax-exempt situation, like you're a leasing company uh, or another business, I think you can do some registration on your own, but it's not for your everyday uh, consumer.
1: Yeah, they used to have two lines at the DMV, and you know, it was a physical uh, location, and they had a line for retail people just coming in to register their cars and they had a line for dealers and now they just don't have any more DMV offices uh, and it's all most all done online yeah uh, you'd have to travel a long way to find a physical DMV office Lake Worth, Lake Worth military yes. trail just south of Lake Worth Road yeah. be interesting uh let's make a point if you wouldn't mind Rick uh, check it out and see if you're a retail buyer you want to do take care of your own registration can you do it see what they say Uh, I've got next Friday off. I'll go in there and find out. Okay. You can call, too. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Rick to the rescue.
1: Thanks for the text, James. We've got some more here.
4: Yeah, this is from Jody Presti. Um, Do you have any suggestions on what to say to the dealer sales rep um, to refuse the dealer fee?
1: Um, That's that's a good question, and we've heard it uh, many times. It depends on the the dealer. Uh, I prefer just to – the way to take the dealer fee – away from the uh, dealership or this car salesman, the way to take it away is a, is a uh, tool for them to make more money, is to focus on the bottom line price. And that way you don't have to argue with them about the dealer fee. You don't have to ask them to reduce the price of the car by the amount of the dealer fee. All you say is, You're going to have all the dealer fees you want. You're going to have all the hidden fees. Hide them. I don't care where they are. But what I want is the bottom line price, meaning I want to write out a check and hand it to you and get in my car and go home. Include all the fees you want. But when you give me that price, I'm going to go to your competition. And I'm going to say, can you beat the price? And I'm going to go to another competitor, and I'm going to ask him the same question. Heck, I might even go online and go to 10. So you're saying to yourself now as I'm talking to you, Mr. Car Salesman, the chances of me selling this person a car are pretty slim. And you're right. So let's say you've only got a 30% chance to sell me a car if you give me your best price. If you don't give me your best price, you have a 0% chance because I'm going to turn around and walk out, and you'll never see me. Are you a gambling man? Yeah. You understand odds?
5: <laughs> or well, you that's the best woman? way.
1: Just don't give them that. Now, we also have a really cool product, and uh, Nancy Stewart invented this product, and she'll tell you about it right now. As far as the question being, how do you handle the dealer fee?
2: Okay, we have a caller. Okay, let's do it right and, after the call. And uh, I'll I'll take care of that after the call. Or Matt's calling us from Stuart. Good morning, Matt.
9: Good morning, folks. I enjoyed the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I got a Highlander. from Earl Stewart. And uh, running good, very good. And enjoy the vehicle. I and you know, I had to clean the terminals and uh, unhook the battery, of course. And and the question for Rick, you know that little screen up on the dashboard. Not the big one, but the little small one up on top. Yep. Uh, I, I can't get everything to come back up on that. Uh, why is that? I can't remember everything that's on that, but there was, uh, I think the oil gauge, there's a little oil gauge. There's like five things on there, but it, not everything came back up on that. And I think the big screen, not everything's on that, too.
10: Well, your settings... My wife
9: drives the car?
10: Yeah, the settings may have gone back to a default setting, so you may need to yeah. go in and turn those back on. Uh, your owner's manual will help you get right in on that. Uh, otherwise, it I, I would say probably it's just a case of going back to that default setting, and you simply need to turn those back on, because there's really not much you can go wrong with just disconnecting a battery.
9: Okay does it say default settings i just
10: need to go to default settings well you'd, you'd need to go into each individual thing and turn it back on because quite often okay what they what they did is they made it to where you can turn on and off various features so that things that you don't normally want to use that you just don't want them bugging you you can turn them off and they keep a lot of things turned off in the default and then the customers can go in and activate them as they like
9: I see. Okay,
10: thank you very much. No
1: problem.
2: Thanks for the phone call.
1: Yeah, I'll just make a little editorial Thanks. comment before we get over to some of the, uh, some of the text. Actually, Nancy has something to cover, but. Uh, I think these cars are really too complicated today. Uh, I include Toyota and most of them. I think they really need to get, take a lesson in user friendliness for the average driver. And, Absolutely. And I consider myself, you know, for an old guy, I'm pretty <laughs> cyber savvy and pretty good technically. You sure are. And I get buffaloed on, on my car. And, and, and Nancy and I have spent some time with her car trying to navigate around to figure things out. Why? I mean, there's got to be uh, they, we, you buy a car to so it's easy to get from here to there. You don't want complication. Um, I'm
4: going to r- keep this manufacturer anonymous so it doesn't sound like a commercial, but I do know that I, c- car dealers are I mean car manufacturers are aware that their navigation and their user interfaces just well it's not a profan- they suck no. and uh, so they're working on it. so there's one particular manufacturer who is currently testing uh, their new you know, audio visual interface they say there's a standardized score that they that the industry gives to use to usability and they said currently most car manufacturers their their head their, what they call their, their what they call the head heads up display no the he, the head unit with the with the radio combination
10: combination meter and the yeah uh, they
4: score in the low thirties and where like an iPhone scores around eighty three okay, and so yeah. that's the that's the uh, relative or, uh, ranking of usability but they are saying that they tested these upcoming things and they're scoring in the mid eighties now it's
2: good to hear fantastic. Yeah. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and we are going to Miami, my favorite place and we're going to take a call from Chris.
8: Good morning. Good morning, Nancy, Earl, Rick, Stu. How are you? First hey, time calling. Wow. Chris, I have $50 yes. for I, you. I have a I have a question. Um a kind of a two-part question. If I were to buy a new car in the LE trim and say, I like the LE trim, but I like the wheels on an SE, can I get the wheels, purchase them, say, from the parts store and put them on a new Toyota LE without having any warranty issues and then speak maybe to even aftermarket wheels? That I, if I want to put on a new Toyota
4: just to jazz it up a little bit. I think it's, it's definitely worth asking the question of the dealer if they are available as a, you know, as a retailer or, or after-sale item. In a lot of cases, some of the factory, and I'm only speaking for Toyota, I'm most familiar with that, um, it might come in a package or standard equipment, and it might only be re- available as a, as a replacement part. Now, some dealers might swap them from another vehicle, uh, that they have in stock, um, that involve, that can involve a cost. Um, I do believe that it's put on by the uh, certified technician and it's handled and it's, it's, a it's, a it's, uh, it's, it's a, OEM equipment. Chris, I would yeah, say you sure, want to be yeah.
1: very, very careful. Uh, I, I'll give you a rule of thumb. Don't do it. Uh, we have had, in, in my dealership, we have some of our uh, most chronic complaints about people who have either bought specialty wheels on their own or inadvertently had them switch somehow or other. Uh, a car is designed with the wheels that came on it and the tires that came on it. And you can vary a little bit, as Stu says. You can vary a little bit, but... Um, let the buyer beware. It's one of those situations Good there. Idea. Once you buy a thousand-dollar set of wheels, uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to keep them because you you're not gonna want to waste the money, and you're gonna have possibly vibration problems and other problems with the car. So when you once you vary from the design of that car, uh, it is at your own risk.
2: Yeah, it can become a pretty Back complex uh, problem, Chris. I hope we uh, answered your question.
8: You did. Uh, I, it just, you know, I love the LE car, but I like the SE wheels. So mm-hmm. we're kind of in a conundrum. So, yeah. but we'll figure it out.
6: Yeah, I can understand
1: completely. Chris, just be sure you talk to a dealer that can look you in the eye, uh, uh, the technician, and tell you that you will have no problems, vibration or otherwise, tire wear. There's so many things that uh, a a wheel change can do. And and have them put it in writing. They try to get that, yeah. And that way, it'll be on them if you have a problem. And they say, you sold me the wheel, and you told me it was going to be okay, and so fix it and that'll be, the ball will be in his court to take care of you. Yeah,
2: that'll etch it in glass. I gotcha. Hey, uh, uh, Chris, uh, stay on the line, and Rudy will take your information, and I'll get the uh, $50 out to you as a first-time female caller. Uh, You qualify.
8: Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You're welcome.
2: 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530.
1: Rick's got some YouTube, uh, I believe. As
10: a matter of fact, I'm going to take these a little out of order because uh, Frank, of course, just asked a great question. He says he's going to test drive a 2016 Mazda CX-5 today for possibly purchasing it. It does not have some of the features, the safety features, like lane departure warning. And he's asking, is it possible to add such features to the car? Well, there are some. Features that you can add aftermarket blind spot monitoring. One of Earl's favorites Lovely. can be added aftermarket. It can be a little expensive, but you can add this on where they will install the sensors, and you'll get a warning light that actually goes instead of in the mirror. It's usually on the A pillar, hmm. and it's still a you know it gives you the warning light what's the and a, lets what's you know the, what's the A pillar. That's the uh, pillar that goes between the windshield. And the front edge of your door. Okay. So you'd still have it right within few inches of where the light would be if it was in the mirror.
6: Mm-hmm.
10: Uh, lane departure assist, I don't think would be available aftermarket. That's more of a very specialized design. It would yeah, be backup more cameras integrated. Cameras are all over the place. Backup cameras. Well, for a 2016, it should have it because they were federally mandated yep. for 16. Can you hold up your phone and do a selfie shot behind you to see? Just no. kidding. You could try. Don't do you that. could try. But uh, <laughs> such things as parking assist, the sonar sensors for parking assist, all over the place. Um, Go on the internet and just basically Google some of the new tech, advi- tech devices available aftermarket for cars. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed at some of the great features that you can get. To add on to older cars yeah, I'd go,
1: I'd go on and Amazon make them a lot think, safer. You know, more people go on Amazon now than they are Google for getting uh, ratings. And go to Amazon, Google what you're <laughs> looking for, and then check the uh, ratings. And the ratings are very good. You can read them and, and make an intelligent decision. Right. Well, my very favorite idea. is I like to use Google to get to the tech articles yeah. that
10: tell me what these things are. Then I go on Amazon and look at their ratings to yeah. determine is this a worthwhile thing. Yeah and i i do love those okay and cash money monkey i didn't choose the name but hey hey, welcome aboard sir we welcome you here uh can you tell me if the service packages
1: offered in the finance offices are negotiable i say uh maybe uh i would say also just uh, be very careful. Uh, depending on the packages you're talking about, a maintenance the service package, I presume you're talking about maintenance. It's a simple way to decide because you look at the menu or the uh, prices that the car dealer charges. If you just drive in the service department and you add up with the owner's recommended, owner's manual recommended maintenance is, and see if you're saving money on the maintenance package. If you're not saving the money, there's no reason to pay it. The car dealers make their money on the maintenance packages. By the way, for people that buy the maintenance package and just don't come back for maintenance. Unfortunately, that happens all too frequently. People do not maintain their car, according to the manufacturer's recommendation, which is not a good idea. Mm. But sometimes these maintenance packages are priced very well, and if you buy the package and you can save money, say 20% over what it would cost you if you came into the service drive, buy it, just be sure you come in and get all the maintenance done.
10: Did you know there's a local quick lube uh, Place one of one of those little Jiffy Lube type places on North Lake Boulevard. That for a, a synthetic oil change, would you like to guess how much they charge for a synthetic oil change on an average four-cylinder car? Hundred dollars exactly. 100 do a hundred dollars. Do I get a prize for fifty dollars? As a matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> the next time you bring your car in for service, I'll much. find somebody to work on it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay. Okay. but uh, it, It's very expensive for maintenance it, anymore, so folks, keep it. your eyes open on these.
2: Okay. Uh, folks, uh, remember that uh, Earl's got a $100,000 <laughs> uh, dealer fee challenge, and uh, you can uh, go to Earl on cars, and uh, you can read all about that challenge, uh, but he is
1: just- yeah, it's hard just to believe. I mean, at- I'm just, my, my mind is boggled, boggled. My mind's boggled that a week ago. <laughs> I put like this, bu- that's like buffaloed, right? Yeah, I, I put this out. <laughs> I put this out on the uh, on boggling. the air. There's uh, tens of thousands of people. Uh, we did a blog. Yeah. We've told everybody in Florida. We reposted too. So. Yeah, yeah and I've said to all the dealers out there, here's my cell phone number, in case you missed it: 561-358-1474. 5-6-1-3-5-8-1-4-7-4. Call me. <laughs> I'd like to debate you on the legality of the dealer fee. We will have an impartial jury, which will be the listeners to the radio show, and uh, we'll each have equal time. It'll be by the <laughs> kind of like the parliamentary rules of debate. You'll have five minutes. I'll have five minutes. It'll be You'll fair. You'll have a rebuttal. Totally fair.
5: And it's it's fair.
1: Let me do a commercial for it. And and a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> I will pay you to do with as you feel. And if you if I win, I'm giving it to charity. Big ranch rescue no phone calls what no, no phone calls
10: i gotta tell you it isn't fair well, it's absolutely it's not. not fair well, that's like telling them <laughs> i'll give you ten thousand dollars if you can prove that the sun is not going to come up tomorrow well that's you're not you're, what you're, you're inviting out. them to come in and put themselves th- that's, it's a lot of money th- they can't it's fight a it. lot of money how could you but resist? they can't find it do you know a car dealer Maybe he's not doing so well. Hey, let me He'd tell use some you dealer Car
4: dealer's got a lot of money. <laughs> let me tell you. Right. Okay. Hey, Chuck Schumacher. Let's call him out by name. Yeah. Uh, Napleton. What, what's his let's name? Ed Napleton. Let's get, Napleton. get him. Let's get him live. Ed Napleton huh?
1: Jr. Yeah. We'll mm. take him. E- e- either one of them. Yeah. Anybody out there? I think, <laughs> I think he's there, busy. Anybody <laughs> out there that wants to be uh, vindicated? Because I'm punishing them every week on this radio show, saying bad things about hidden fees. If if you have a legitimate reason for charging these hidden fees. Debate me. And and, I, and I, if you don't think it's fair, tell me what you think is fair. You don't like the idea of the radio show? How about the West Palm Beach Auditorium? There I'll you do, uh, how about Channel 5? How about uh, uh, you name the venue, the place, the time. How about at your dealership? In your office? Yeah, in your dealership. I want a public audience that can vote, and that's all it is. $100,000, and the silence is deafening. What about the Arrigo yeah. voice. Well, yeah, Jim Arrigo.
4: John Arigo. Smith or Frank Gonzalez, or at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, we, yeah. the,
2: the list is endless. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, you can give us your opinion about all this. Go to youranonymousfeedback.com. We don't, it's just like youranonymousfeedback.com. You're anonymous. Nobody knows who you are. Voice your opinion. How do you feel about what Earl just said? A hundred thousand dollar dealer fee challenge. Your anonymous feedback. Dot com.
4: Exactly. And it's real money. It's not the
1: candy bar. So that way a car dealer can use youranonymousfeedback.com and they can negotiate the terms and conditions. And they, can, well, you could talk candidly because I don't know who you are. You call me on, text me or, you know, type, type at you. Yeah, type at me. Yep. Youranonymousfeedback.com and say, listen, uh, I don't like the idea of the radio show. Uh, let's use another radio show or let's use uh, a physical location, maybe in your backyard. The only thing I'll insist on is the public. We have to have the public vote. We have to have the the man on the street, the woman on the street Uh that's buying a car. Uh, Judge whether... I win the debate or you win the debate. You're dot Tell us what you think, and we can negotiate anonymously and come up with something and meet in the middle yep. so we can do this debate.
2: Yeah. You know, you're like one of the boys in my back in my neighborhood. Uh, you've got this here about you, the Italian thing. Yeah. It's all... With the hands and the arms and I the think face. I right. I don't
1: know. I don't even know I'm doing it. I just... And I like
2: it when I, you go like by this.
4: by osmos- osmosis. You guys been together for 35, 40 years, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, going to rub we're, off. we're going
2: to start looking like each <laughs>
4: yeah. other. Yeah. Huh? Well, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Uh, <laughs>
2: Hey, and I have a whole lot more to say about that uh, dealer fee challenge. And uh, uh, let me ask you this question before we go to our next caller. Have When you're out buying a car and it comes to the final deal, uh, and you're saying, hey, listen, uh, dealer fee, uh, nitro fee, all these fees, and they say to you that these fees are regulated by the state, that is bull. So give me... Your opinion. Horse, feathers. At
1: horse your feathers
2: pure horse feathers. At your at your dot com. And that's uh dot com. We're gonna go to Dennis. Uh the calls are rolling in and he's from Lake Worth. Good morning, Dennis.
0: Good morning. I just I'd just like to make a comment about my my wife and I bought a car from you guys about four or five weeks ago and after I listened to your show last week I had a question about the pricing, so I called and I talked to Stu and uh Got to say, it was, you know, quite quite the amazing experience. He, you know, uh, looked up my pricing, said there was an error in the pricing, sent me a check for the difference, and uh, so all I can say is,
1: you guys do exactly what you say you're going to do, and uh, the next time we buy another Toyota, we will certainly come back to your dealership because uh, you you walk the walk and talk the talk and do
6: exactly what you say you're going to do.
1: Well, Dennis, thank you. Very kind of you to call, and uh... and I did not put you up to that no
6: i uh i i
1: i I get embarrassed uh, sometimes with I told Stu uh, I was amazed at how quick everything was he took care of things on the phone and just did it you know, and just can't uh, say enough about uh what he did and how quick he did it so thanks well, Dennis thank you very much Dennis. I really appreciate that
2: thank you, Dennis. Give us a call again uh you okay, know you just, I will. You, thanks bye you 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 know you talk about being embarrassed when things like this happen. You know, it's uh, it's really uh, difficult not to say thank you. And uh, these people are coming to the dealership, and they're coming to the dealership yeah. because there's so many it car just, dealers. It, it, wor- it worries me about. They're doing business the wrong way. Yeah,
1: people will accuse us of doing an infomercial. There are car dealers yeah, there's no that buy time on the radio, and they pretend to do a show. Yeah. Well, but we've they never do it for self enhancement, and that's the reason I get a little bit embarrassed. I enough. can
2: understand that. We've never bought. Anything in 14 years. There, we're not getting paid for today. We didn't get paid for yesterday Should or be. last week. And by the way, I resign.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you remember uh, a long time ago, our listeners might remember, uh, I think it was down at Kendall Toyota, Mark Jacobson. Uh, oh he yeah. he was the general manager. He's actually a dealer now. He's got a dealer out of state now. But he put on a nighttime television talk show that yeah. looked like The Tonight Show. Like a Johnny Carson thing. It yeah. reminded me of that or, or yeah. Tom Snyder. It was it, it, pretty well done. Yeah. I think they had a band. Yeah.
6: Oh, goodness. Yeah. So anyways, that was an infomercial. <laughs>
4: I just want
1: to assure all the listeners this is strictly consumer advocacy. Yeah. People ask me what I do now. I say, well, I'm a car dealer, but I'm also a consumer advocate. And I say I spend probably more time advocating for the consumers with the blogs and the, and the public speaking and the radio show and uh, other things I do to try to help the car buyers. It's all free. Yes, exactly. Free, free Free information.
2: Speaking of free information, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate your information that you share with us. Uh, There are certainly a lot of knowledgeable callers that give us a call and uh, steer us in the right direction. Our phone number is 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, whenever I have the chance... I'll, I'll speak of the, yeah, we'll the do that. As soon as dealer feed. Let's
1: knock down. Uh, Stu's got a backlog here. Uh, Rick's got one. I
6: let's catch Rick's up with one.
1: Stu on the text. Okay, dokie. Uh, this is from Jackie. Speaking
4: about great safety features, I just bought a new RAV4 and has a camera rear view mirror. <laughs> it's very cool. It gives you a clear view behind the car and things like, And things like people in the back seat do not obstruct your view. It also doesn't matter how the mirror is adjusted or how your head is positioned. The view always stays the same. That's from Jackie. That's a pretty cool feature, and I think a lot of car manufacturers are starting to add these things because consumers are demanding it.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, it makes makes me uh, a little uh, hesitant, nervous about... How fast this technology is improving, and I used to like to brag about cars that were really well constructed and high reliability, and it was a thing. We'd have service customers come in with two hundred thousand or three hundred thousand miles. People would say, "I've had my car for ten years, and it, and it's running like it was brand new." And it was like a thing that was really a, yeah. a, a thing of pride and prestige. Now I get nervous They're because like smartphones now. Because you, if you have exactly, if you have a ten-year-old vehicle today. The car is obsolete technologically and safety-wise. And the a year. Safety, Yeah, exactly. The, the cars today are infinitely more safe than they were 10 years ago. So if you took really good care of your car and it runs like a top and and you maintain it properly, uh, you still have, relatively speaking, an unsafe car. So... I don't know what to do. What do, you, what do we do with these unsafe cars? We're going to trade them in. Someone's going to buy them. But just beware. This
4: might lead into the,
1: you know, you know, how
4: ride-sharing and people the traditional yeah. car ownership is changing. Yeah. Uh, subscription service down in the future might be the way to go because that way you are always have, like a smartphone, you're always on top of the technology
10: and the safety features. Exactly. Uh, Ricky, did you have a point? Uh, no, except to say that uh, right now I don't think they have the video camera, rear-view mirrors available. But I bet they'll be out very soon aftermarket. Oh, they do. Uh, they, they, all right. It's, it's on the new RAV4, yeah. On. Well, I, I know it's on on as a factory option. Yeah. But I'm talking like an aftermarket camera oh, okay. that gives you a rear view full size How like exactly that. How would that be to make? That, w- that would be pretty easy to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you've already got a backup camera, and you can already run it to a large screen. Yeah. All you got to do is have just a flip a switch and... Boom, that screen you is showing you guys can talk what about that, that after the show.
1: Let's That's get, great. <laughs> let's get uh, to the
10: next text.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is from Edgar Pinto in Huntsville. Hey, we got an out-of-state texter. Uh, why doesn't Toyota offer a larger van than the Sienna, which only fits seven passengers? I see Fords, Chevys, even Mercedes with larger bus-like vehicles, but they don't have the same mechanical quality as the Toyotas. Do you have any connections? Can you put the word in? Mr. Edgar Pinto.
1: Edgar... um, The car manufacturers' problem today is too many combinations. Uh, Toyota and Volkswagen, all the worldwide manufacturers, have a huge number of models. They may well have uh, a model in Japan or India Mm -hmm. or some other place that we don't have in the United States. They probably, Probably do. They tend to build cars, trucks, and vans for the locale to the best of their ability a lot of the european uh, streets are very narrow uh and asia and uh, different parts of the world so uh the big problem today is too many models not uh, not having enough and everybody would like to have something a little bit different but they're trying to narrow the the model selection rick
10: i know for a fact that toyota has a mexican version of a 15 passenger van Mm -hmm. called coaster that you can buy in mexico unfortunately
1: Not available in the U.S. Exactly, and emission controls make it uh, unique to the particular locale, especially yeah. the U.S.A. You can't take a car that qualifies for Japan, and I mean, or or, or Mexico for that matter, and bring it to the U.S. because yeah. of the emission controls.
2: Great information. Yeah. We're going to go to our first-time female caller from Hope Sound, and that's Christine. Welcome to the show, Christine. Good morning. How are you? I'm oh, well, thank you.
11: I have a question about. This dealer challenge. Are you only accepting challenges with with dealers in the state of Florida?
1: Uh, yes, it is. It is in Florida because I don't know the dealer fee laws in the other states. Uh, I would certainly consider making an exception, but I would probably want to. I would probably want to familiarize <coughs> myself. For example, in California, uh, dealer fee is uh, permitted, and they have a fixed price, and it has to be called. Uh, a dealer fee I believe it might be a some other name but they, they can't change the name of it and they can't vary the amount of it so that's that's a good situation I don't have a problem if you have a small dealer fee and identify it and all dealers charge it and that's the way it is I have a problem in Florida where there are no limit to the number of dealer fees there's no limit to the amount of a dealer fee and there's no limit to the number of names you can attach to the dealer fee you can call a dealer fee anything you want I think that's outrageous but um, to answer your question My challenge, as stated in my blog and as I've discussed it on the radio show, is for the state of Florida. I would entertain making an exception from another state with a caveat that I'd have to read and familiarize myself with that law.
11: Okay, well, what about a big dealer that has dealerships in many states? So they have all kinds of different rules they probably have to follow. Then, right?
1: Well, they would only have to in the Florida dealership. They'd only have to fly follow Florida law. Uh, uh, if, uh, for example, Auto Nation has dealerships in all 50 states and. And they sell cars differently in all 50 states. In Florida, AutoNation does charge dealer fees. And uh, in California, they charge a dealer fee, but they have to call what California designates. And I believe the cap in California is $75. Uh, AutoNation dealers in Florida charge eight, $900 and more. And in California, they only charge $75. Wow.
11: Well, I know a dealership that one of the dealer fees that I didn't find out about until after was they etched their name in the glass on my windows in the car. Yeah. And yeah. put that <laughs> in as a charge, not something that yeah. I wanted. Wow.
1: Exactly. That's called. And
11: cool. they charged me for every window they put it on, <laughs> and they put it on every window. Interesting. That's, That's
1: pre installed, Christine. And they, uh, they like to pre install products that cost them very little that they can hopefully have a higher perceived value and they overcharge. These are typically marked up a thousand percent you heard me right, a thousand percent. They'll take a, something that cost them twenty dollars and charge you two hundred or something cost you uh, cost them a hundred dollars and charge a thousand and it's just a way to jack up the price of the Mononi label, the MSRP.
11: Right yeah it's just one of those dealer fees that you know they don't tell you about they don't ask you if you want yeah. And then you know there's an extra fifteen hundred dollars tagged on to your cost of your car Absolutely. that you're not expecting. Exactly, it was like insane.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, C- Earl mentioned California and the dealer fee being uh, $75. Uh, uh, California is uh, one of those states that do have a cap. And uh, in tw- in 2011, it was $55. So uh, they're subject to change uh, whenever they want uh, accordingly. So you really have uh, buyer uh, beware. Consumer a-
1: Reports has the uh- Article we talked about earlier in the show, and in this uh, July hard copy of Consumer Reports, is online now. Uh, they found that a couple in Pittsburgh had paid $1,833 in dealer fees on the car they purchased. It was 2019 Honda CRV, uh, and uh, $1,833 in dealer fees in Pittsburgh. And I say that varies by by location. They did a this Consumer Reports article. Christine was interesting because they did hidden fees in general, uh, dealer fees, car dealer hidden fees were just some of them but cable companies baseball games I didn't know they had hidden fees in baseball games Air, airline tickets yeah, concert tickets airfare uh, car rental and hotels and the total dealer fees or the total hidden fees that this couple in Pittsburgh paid over 12 months was $3,278.93 the dealer fee part of that was 1833 which is 55% of the total hidden fees are charged by car dealers so the car dealer hidden fees are the big, big problem.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's really totally outrageous because if you go back to 2011 in Pennsylvania, you'll find that the dealer fee then was $122. Uh, so uh, it, with what Earl just quoted from the Consumer Report, uh, can you even imagine, and that's the reason why this is so passionate uh, to us. We, uh, we just believe in getting the truth out there that You don't have to pay these fees, and they're not regulated by the state. So uh, buyer beware. That's all I can say.
11: Well, I appreciate what you guys put out there because, you know, on Sunday, Saturday mornings and whatnot, I always listen to you guys, and it's helped me out a lot. I wish I would have known uh, your radio station before I got a new car. Well,
6: thank you, Christine. Thank
2: you so much, Christine. And uh, if you'll stay on the line, uh, Rudy will get your information. Your contact information, and I'll get a check out to you for fifty dollars. Spread the word. We're trying to build a platform here for the ladies to feel totally comfortable with their car buying experience or service leasing, anything at all that has to do with the auto industry. Thank you again. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: Okay, I think we're uh, we got some more text here. No phone calls right this second. We do. Um, hi, Earl from the texture.
4: Hira, what is a good starting offer when negotiating on a used car? 30%, 20%, or 10% below the asking price?
1: Well, of course it depends on the dealer and depends on what the markup is. I uh, I always recommend that you uh, check some other sources. Uh, you can go to AutoTrader and you can get a general relative idea of what prices are. You go to the used car of your choice and you can sort by price. That way it'll give you an idea of what the car dealers are asking for their cars in different locations. Bear in mind though that they will also add dealer fees, uh, but it gives you a relative idea. Uh, then I would look at some of the lower price uh, let 's say you 're looking at a for a two thousand and sixteen uh, Honda Civic and you go another trader and the prices uh, vary uh, from uh, by three thousand dollars. When you go into your local dealer, you can start by going in at the lower price on other trader as an offer compared to what his higher price was. Tell him about the car that you saw.
4: Exactly, I saw the exact same car, similar miles, same condition, same color for three thousand dollars less. Exactly,
1: nothing like competition. It is, it is the car dealer's Achilles heel. I can tell you the vulnerability, if you really want to get a car dealer's attention, talk about his competition. If you're buying a, a Chrysler product, you're buying a Jeep, go to two or three Jeep dealers and let them know you're checking with two or three Jeep dealers. They, uh, they, they get emotional about it, and they will do anything to win, to win that price. Yes, they will. Yes. And Stu Stuart, is <laughs> looking at me because, you know, in my other life, I'm the car dealer. I'm a consumer advocate. When I go, when I go to my dealership, I become uh, a competitive maniac. You still leave the consumer advocate hat on. I do. I do. And I, and I know a lot of car <laughs> You're dealers. You're covered. I've what. been doing this for 50 years. I know hundreds, maybe thousands of car dealers. Yeah. And the one, the one uh, weakness we have is the competition and drive us to our knees. Mm -hmm. So use the competition against the car. You've heard
4: stories of uh, car salespeople chasing you out to your car if you're leaving. Mm -hmm. That's usually because they know where you're going. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stop (laughs) them.
2: It's it's amazing how far we've we've come and uh, that there still are so many stories out there. And uh, we're not giving up. We're going to fight the fight. There's a million stories in the naked city. And we're going to be here every (laughs) single Saturday to share one more bizarre story with you. But on the flip side of that coin, there's more and more good news out there for the car buyer. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Let's do
1: Rick's. uh, He's got a YouTube there. And then we'll go to your uh, affidavit, Nancy. Oh, okay. This is from Ernesto
10: Ortega and he says good morning. A YouTuber car salesman says to mention the trade early and not at the end because it slows and adds time to the process. But you say to
1: mention the trade at the end. Who's correct? I am. Um yep. Yeah, you want you want to keep the trade out of it. I mean the trade there's There are a lot of opportunities a car dealer has to make a lot of money on you. Uh, one of them is by pricing the car too high, the new car, whatever car you're buying. The other one is to allow you too little on your trade-in. Uh, the other one is to raise your payments way high by increasing the interest rate and adding a lot of nonsense like uh, extended service contracts and gap insurance and window edge and things like that. So you take, you take one of the variables away from him, and you say, I just want to buy the car. Uh, I don't need uh, to trade in my car. I'm going to give it to my daughter or my son. Just, I want the best price you can give me on the car. And then you negotiate the price, you check with the competition, the Achilles heel of that car dealer, and you get the lowest price you can. And then you say, I changed my mind. I believe I will trade my car in. What will you pay me for the car as a trade in? And then, by the way, I'm going to two other used car lots of, I'm buying a Honda, okay? Two other Honda dealers, and I'm going to see what they'll pay me for the trade in. Keep it separate. And I think that the key thing here with Ernesto's question
10: is, the YouTuber video that he looked at was a car salesman. Oop. Yeah. So that may be the there indicator that they're trying to sneak you and
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Rule number one, do not view YouTube uh, by car salesman for mm. advice on how to buy a car. Oh no, you should definitely <laughs> view it. Because
10: and then do the opposite of what he says. Okay. Good point. Learn the enemy. Mm.
1: Okay. Sue, so we got another text over here.
4: We do. Um uh, here's a nice one. I love what you do for the doggies, Earl and Auntie and Stu. I'm assuming that you're the voice behind the camera in your dog dog adoption videos on Facebook. Well, I am. And uh, well, what kind of safety equipment is available for dogs and cars? <laughs> are doggy seatbelts a thing? I believe that they are.
2: They are.
1: They the have harnesses. They have all sorts of uh, restraints uh, <laughs> uh, for dogs. I'm not yep. sure do they have a doggy car seat. They do. I think they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I, I, we could do another show on uh, on dogs. We may. You know. Maybe one day we'll. Uh, do, but uh, uh, there's just about nothing you can't buy for your dog today uh. for health, comfort, or anything else. The problem is the cost of that, and it's outrageous. It's a huge industry uh, that is. Uh, that come up because uh, humans love dogs today more than ever and they, they uh, humans have dogs that are like their children and it's sad that dogs don't live as long as humans and we spend a lot of money on nutrition and health, health care, even insurance, uh, car restraints, and things like this. So that's almost another show.
2: Yeah, it is definitely yeah. another show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't keep your dog on your lap when you're driving. Ooh. And that is, uh, <clears throat> well, a story we don't have time for.
10: You Work Well, I, I have a barrier that I put up in my pickup. Oh. My dog, when she goes with me, she's in the back seat with a big grill mesh barrier. Mm -hmm. So she cannot come into the front seat for her safety and mine, and she's comfortable in the air conditioning, not outside, no chance that she's going to lunge out of the vehicle, Mm -hmm. and she's
1: happy and comfortable. Can she stick her nose out the window?
10: I'll lower the windows just a little bit, but remember, folks, if you put the window down with your dog in the car, put the window locks on, because if your dog accidentally hits the button and that window goes down
1: all the way...
2: And that's happened...
1: Be careful. I, that's happened. All, yeah. all, all okay, also. Well, it's like talking about bagels. We're talking about dogs. We got to get back to cars. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
4: here we go, uh, Earl. You always recommend doing your shopping on the internet, and I agree. But when can we, as consumers, actually buy a car on the internet and have it delivered on delivered like on Amazon.com? And this is from Barry and Boynton.
1: Yesterday. <laughs> Well, we're, I, I hate to uh, do an infomercial, and I won't. Uh, we have that capability at my dealership. Uh, the thing you have to be careful of, Carvana. Up. Yeah, Carvana mm-hmm. is yeah. a good point yeah. there. Carvana's used cars—you can't buy. I don't know where. You, I don't know uh, very many dealerships that truly have uh, a click and buy Amazon experience. Um, You—they uh, advertise they do, but typically they don't. Uh, Right now the best you can do and hope for is to shop online and do the communication via email uh, or or telephone and get your pricing as best as you can to get an out-the-door price online. Make it very clear when you finally find that price that you think is the best. You have to be sure use this word track. I want you to understand that this is I expect this to be an out-the-door price. I'm going to bring you my check from the credit union for this amount, and I'm going to hand it to you, and then I'm going to get in that car, and I'm going to take it home. If that's the price you gave me, be sure, because I'm going to be extremely unhappy if it isn't.
4: True online car buying is a great convenience, but... all the rules, everything we talk about, still apply. You still have to compare because the online price might be too high. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and there's still a lot of things that are make that make it. You know, just speaking from experience, uh, like registering your car and things with like loans with banks. A lot of the stuff can't be done online yet, and um, it's not the dealer's fault necessarily. And so there's still a lot of um, uh, traditional uh, things, even when you do an online car buying. Uh, so you still can't let your
1: guard down.
2: Great information.
1: Yeah, it's true. The same thing applies. We talk about other ways to buy cars. True car. We talk about Costco. Uh, Whatever you do, the program may be pure and honest, but the car dealerships aren't. And so uh, there isn't any banner or or logo that you can trust so much that you also trust the car dealer that's that's a weak link in costco's chain and we'll talk about later in the mystery shopping report uh costco has got an amazing car bargain. costco's prices are so good that the car dealers don't like them because they actually can't make money on a costco deal yet they sign up for the costco program so they are really adversarial when you walk into many Costco-approved dealerships. And if you're, not, if you're not very careful, you will not get the Costco price. So, as Stu said, online car buying, true car, Costco, uh, whatever you do, shop and compare, competition is your best friend.
2: Eight seven
1: seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And then uh, she, let's hear, then she has an affidavit she's been trying to tell you about, and we got to do this. It's very important.
2: Yeah, this is real important, uh, guys. So uh, uh, listen up. Uh, you can save yourself uh, a whole lot of money, and uh, I'm working on a video uh, in the future on this uh, particular topic dealer fee. Um, I have a question for you Did you know that almost uh, every car dealership in Florida adds hidden fees to the price uh, of their advertised, uh, d- that they advertise and quote to you. These fees are often disguised as government fees and slipped unnoticed into the final price. You're signing all the papers in the F&I office, also called the business office. In South Florida, these hidden fees add an average of $1,000 in the business office. I'm about to show you a way you can avoid being tricked by paying these hidden fees as well as unwanted, valueless, dealer-installed accessories, which are often added to the supposed out-the-door advertised price or the price you were quoted by the salesman. Simply click on www.outthedoorpriceaffidavit.com. That's www.outthedoorpriceaffidavit.com. Out the door price and download this legal document. Insist that this form be signed by the manager of the car dealership. <coughs> Excuse me, the form guarantees that the price you saw in the advertisement or were quoted by the salesman is the out the door price plus government fees, <coughs> only tax and tag. So remember that. You can save time by emailing or faxing this form to the car dealership for a signature. And you ask yourself, what should you do if they refuse to sign the form? Leave. Earl's holding up that affidavit yeah. that you can download. Well, it's okay. great.
1: It's uh, just, uh, what is that, Price?
2: That's correct. Www out the door price Affidavit.com. Affidavit, yeah.
1: Out-the-door price affidavit, and uh, goes right to the form, download it, put it in your pocket, or you can fax or email it to the car dealer if you're shopping online. And if a car dealer or car salesman, you want a manager to sign this, refuses, then there's something wrong. There's something rotten in the state of Denmark, yes. and they're trying to slip something on you. So just don't buy from that car dealer.
2: Exactly. And ladies and gentlemen, I can't emphasize enough, you know, uh, whether it be the dealer fee, whether... Whether it be a conflict in personalities, whatever it is, you're always in control. And the doors are not locked when you walk through the dealership where you can't leave. So anything at all that you don't agree with, you just simply leave. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to know how you feel about this affidavit, whether you would download this affidavit at out the door price. OutTheDoorPriceAffidavit.com. Go to YourAnonymousFeedback.com and give us your opinion. I know I gave you a lot of information, but you can go to Earl on Cars, and you can get that information if you missed any of it. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, a $100,000 Dealer Fee Challenge. Yes, Pearl is challenging the car dealers.
1: Okay, we're back. Texter backing up. Uh, Rick, let's go with you first. Okay. Uh,
10: Remy is asking, is it true that brand new cars take an oil change or two to achieve the rated gas mileage? My Forester was supposed to get 30 miles per gallon combined. I'm averaging only 23 miles per gallon, having driven 2,000 miles. Can I guess? No. Absolutely correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, nope. your car should be getting the advertised fuel economy right from the get-go. There's no break-in period anymore on cars, and it should be doing just fine. Uh, that being said, it may be a combination of driving habits, tire pressure, and a few other issues like the incredible heat we've got in F- South Florida right now that are affecting your fuel economy. Remember, the hotter it is, the harder the air conditioner has to work, and that uses more gas. So all these little things add up, but it can't hurt to stop in and check with the dealer. Just ask him to make sure everything's operating properly on the car. And also look around and make sure you're not carrying too much stuff in the car that adds weight and is going to cut your fuel economy.
2: Very good. We're going to go to Peter, who's calling, and uh, he's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Peter.
6: Well, okay, Peter. If, Peter. You're,
2: if Peter's still listening, give us a give us a call back at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Boy, there's some interesting uh, texts, huh?
4: Oh yeah, we got they're coming yep. in. Wow. I'll go to the first one is on our Facebook live stream, and it's from Cable. Cable says, "Was car shopping recently in the West Palm area when the sales associate said the mandatory dealer fee was nine hundred ninety five dollars." I immediately challenged him, said, I didn't care for the fee, and I clearly cited you, Earl, on the subject. He then visited with the dealership manager and came back with a, quote, solution. They would not waive the fee, but instead reduce the price of the car by the equivalent $995.
1: Weird. Cable, you won. And uh, it's weird. The whole dealer fee, uh, hidden fee thing is weird. But uh, that's a great way to... uh, uh, to approach it, I mean there are other ways to approach it. We talked about go ahead and glue your dealer fee, but give me the lowest price, and then I'm going to shop it with your competition. But what you did is just as good. You got them to take it off. Yeah. They just left it. Uh, they just took off the price, which is the same thing.
4: It's funny. We have the same argument that the dealer fee dealers have. They say the only m- n- number that matters is the bottom line, and that's true until you throw in the monkey wrench of dealer fees in advertising, yeah. or in the early on in the presentation of a of a of a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. Um, a lot of your advice is fine for people with an aggressive personality. I don't think I have the ability to challenge all the sneaky tactics like hidden fees. What's an introvert to do, Kathy, in Palm Beach Gardens?
1: Yeah, I uh, I have... Uh I, I feel for most of the folks. You know, uh, Nancy, for example, is a, she's a very aggressive negotiator, even more so than I. Hard to believe, but know, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a patsy when I'm you know I'm buying. I don't like to lay them and hassle. I'm a, I'm a lay down early lay down. Uh, and uh, Nancy has that personality. Most people don't have that. Nancy keeps raising her hands. Yes, yeah, she's very, well, I've very been aggressive. Asked,
2: I was asked that question uh, you yes. know, for the past couple of weeks. No, I'm not exercising. Yeah. Uh, and I told uh, <laughs> some of the lady some of the lady uh, callers uh, to go to the internet. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Go to the internet. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you can do a so, lot of negotiating so, so, there. So yeah. the, the the main thing to, to do is if you have that uh, an average personality and you don't like the confrontation. Remember, you're playing with the pros. Car salesmen are professionals. Yeah. They're trained. They are selected psychologically for that job. Uh, every morning in most car dealerships, they have a rah-rah sales meeting and they whip them into a frenzy. A <laughs> bloodthirsty frenzy. These, these, it's like, I mean, you're you're. You're playing against the house when you walk into a car dealership. Yeah. You never win when you're playing against the house. So as Nancy said, you don't have to have that confrontation online. And a lot of people, by the way, you might be a docile, calm person in person, but some people get pretty uh, aggressive online, mm-hmm. and you can sometimes be more aggressive in an email uh, or a text than you can when you're on the phone. So whatever suits you, if you don't have that aggressive personality, uh, do your negotiating online. Rick? I would call Nancy and bring her to do the negotiating for me. <laughs> well, that's a great idea because uh, Nancy would probably do it, but you have friends. You know yeah. people. Uh, most attorneys uh, are nasty, aggressive people. I take that back. I'm only really kidding. I like it. Yep. I like a lot of attorneys. but you know, Attorneys are good negotiators, mm-hmm. and, Sorry, Uncle and Gary. if they're not a good negotiator, they're probably not a good yeah. attorney. Uh, if you have someone who's a, and you know people, business people, attorneys, uh, you know people, and you your crowd take them with you car shopping uh relatives and there's always someone that's a little bit more forceful and you should never go car shopping alone that's true
2: there's there's not a school for negotiating for sure but sharpening up your negotiating skills just little by little i don't care if you're if you're going out to to buy windshield wipers Uh, everything is under negotiation you can apply it anywhere so, I hope that uh, we answered your question. 877-960-9960 hey, or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and we're going to go to Joe who's calling us from Fort Lauderdale. Good morning, Joe.
9: Good morning. Good morning. Thanks, everyone, I I enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I have a I have a 2017 Highlander and I like it very much. It's a gas model. I want to buy a 2020 Platinum Highlander, when they come out, I'm debating whether I want to go gas or hybrid. And I guess my question is two-part. Is is it more expensive to maintain the hybrid? And with all of the bells and whistles on the car, does it make sense to keep it longer than the warranty? I'm afraid four or five years, will I have a problem with the navigation And all the electronics in the car. Am I better off leasing for three years or buying it and keeping it for five or six years?
1: Joe, you can keep uh, a Highlander for five or six years. All the cars today, not just Toyotas, are far better than they were a few years ago. Your problem is going to be what's going to be the state-of-the-art in technology safety, especially in five or six years. Uh, the way it's going now, if you bought a car uh, five or six years ago, safety-wise, it's obsolete today. Five or six years from today, I'm not so sure, but... Th- you're not going to worry about maintenance and repair. These cars today, Hondas, Toyotas, Chevrolets, uh, m- most every vehicle. Uh, you go a Consumer Reports and you get a recommended car. That car will last you for 10 or 15 years, three, four hundred thousand miles. So that's not the problem. Problem is safety, and you can check it out. Three years, four years, uh, start doing a little car shopping. They might have some safety features that are so critical that you don't want to drive a car with. Without it, Stu has a point.
4: Um, yeah, Joe, also um, for Toyota, they, there is no good lease program on a Highlander hybrid. They don't consider it a car they're trying to incentivize. It's a relatively low-volume car, so the lease payment is not going to be very attractive to you anyway, so I'd, I'd recommend against leasing that vehicle.
1: Okay. Joe, does that answer thank your you. questions?
9: Thank, thank you very much for your help.
1: Well, thanks for listening all the way down there in Fort Lauderdale, and... Uh, uh, if you uh, have any friends down there in the area, spread the word. We love to spread the signal around the whole state. So thanks for the call, Joe.
9: One, one other thing, you should do some mystery shopping down in the Broward County area.
1: We have, and uh, you're kind of in the wild, wild west down there, and you've got some car dealers that are really, uh, I think, borderline scary. insane. Yeah, uh, scary is a better word. <laughs> uh, and we have done. We've done two or three dealers down there. The further south you go, and you get into Miami, it really gets dangerous. And mm. uh, we actually had a physical mm. confrontation with a mystery shopper, as I recall, in Miami one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mystery shopper was trying to take the uh, uh, vehicle buyers order with him and he almost was physically assaulted yes. to get it back uh-huh. so it's it's dangerous down there but our mystery shoppers are very brave people and, and you, quick on their feet
9: we, it, did, one last question I think last week you said the cheapest way to buy a vehicle at your place was through Costco
1: yes it's the cheapest way to buy a vehicle any place if it's a Costco approved dealership, if you go by the rules. And if you stay tuned for our mystery shopping report coming up in just a few, very few minutes, you will see what we're talking about. If you're a Costco member, you should go by the rules. The Costco rules are you call the dealership, you get the name of the Costco member and they will email you back. Uh, You will get the... Go to
4: the CostcoAuto.com website first. Exactly.
1: Gotta go to the CostcoAuto.com website. You have to put the zip code in and that's where you get the information. is for the Costco certified dealers in your area. And then you go by the rules. You should see the Costco member only approved price sheet and uh, you should be sure that the price they give you uh, follows all the rules. If you have a problem, you can call Costco because you registered with them. But yeah, Costco is a great auto buying program, but you've got to be very, very careful.
9: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for the call, Joe. All right. Uh, okay, Joe, thank you
2: so much. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us It's 772-497-6530.
4: Custom text. They keep coming in. Uh, Oh, here's a good one. Uh, let's see. Why do dealers use Costco and Truecar if they lose money? I don't believe you.
1: Costco, that's a, that's a great question. And it, it, that does sound like I'm lying. Why would you want the Costco auto buying program? Very simple. It attracts Costco members, and then you trick them when they come in. And uh, I don't want to give away any secrets, but it that just may have happened in our mystery shopping report. So you'll have to stay tuned. Uh, by being on the Costco member approved uh, program, people come in, Costco members, and you walk into the dealership, fat and happy, and say, I'm a Costco member, give me the Costco price. And the car salesman says, no problem. Here's the Costco price, and you buy the car, and you go home, and you paid $5,000 too much for the car. The Costco dealers oftentimes are using that as a lure. True Car Costco is a way to get you in so you have to be extremely careful go by the rules of the program verify you're getting the Costco price verify you're getting the true car price
4: and also you have talked about this on the show a lot you know why would they lose money well uh, we talk about stair-step incentives and you can lose money on a dealer two or ten um, as a dealer and then receive some big big bonuses from your manufacturer exactly we talk about like the last day of the month people lose money on the last yeah. day of the month to yeah, get and that's what
1: i talked about on the way in we were talking about the first same thing and i explained to her that a car dealer can break even or lose money on a car but in the long run it's a plus because it's one step further to his big big fat bonus yeah. the manufacturer gives him at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter and uh Big article in Automotive News today that a lot of the car dealers are up in arms. Nissan is up in arms the car dealers, uh, uh, stair-step incentives with the manufacturer Nissan. Nissan finally has been beat into submission, and they have said, off the record at the end of the year they're dropping stairs step incentives because the dealers are getting ready to sue nissan so that that zero profit or loser deal is something car dealers are forced to take sometimes to get to their quota
10: Mm -hmm.
4: okay we have a text from joe in boynton and this is for rick Uh, why do some cars have timing chains and some have timing belts Um, is it all about cost to build the engine uh...
10: multiple reasons Cost to build the engine can be one. Timing chains are more reliable; they last longer. They don't have a maintenance interval; you don't change them. However, when they do wear out, the damage they can cause can be a much more extensive. Um, one of the main reasons that they've gone away from timing belts and gone back to chains is that the heads, the cylinder heads, are getting a lot smaller, and they don't have the clearances for the valves. So, if you in the old days, if you broke a timing belt, the car would simply stop, and a eight hundred to a thousand dollars for a new belt and everything else, you were back on the road. Now, if it breaks a chain and causes major engine damage, that could be eight thousand dollars. Wow.
1: Okay, we've got time for another texture too before we get
4: to the mystery shopping report. They're not ending; they're just coming <laughs> in. Okay, this is from longtime listener and longtime texter, Anne Marie. Good morning, and by the way, that's a great question. I've thought about this before, so Good morning, ready. Anne-Marie. Good morning, yeah. Uh, why do car manufacturers place the horn where they do? My long-gone long 1989 Honda Accord had the horn on the edge of the steering wheel away from the airbag. Nowadays, the horn is placed in the middle of the steering wheel where the airbag is. If you are blowing the horn when you're in a collision, I'd think your hand would be propelled into your face from the airbag, am I wrong? And I've imagined that too, as you holding on desperately on your horn. That's
1: an interesting question. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I think why they put it in the middle is because that's where you think it is. And how many of you have been in a car and suddenly you have to hit the horn and you're slapping around, you can't get the horn. Maybe it's a different type of car. Change cars. I think people expect the horn to be there, and that's where they hit it. And it's an instantaneous reflex. And if you miss the horn, you know it could be a problem. But I. Anne-Marie, I love your, uh, yeah. I love your uh, question. You've got a great brain. Yeah. Yeah. We need to find out about that. Uh, we need to talk to somebody the nose and find out maybe that's a bad place for the horn.
4: It's a good place if you have a Takata airbag. Then you can block the shrapnel. But. Oh. Sorry. Uh, this Jesus is from said. Thomas in Lake Worth. How is the software
10: on dashboard items like CarPlay and Maps updated? Don't know. Actually... For most, since he mentions CarPlay, as in Apple CarPlay, um, that all runs through your phone. So every time the navigation in your phone updates, then it would be updated in your car, especially if you're using such programs as Waze, uh, Scout GPS. Or any other navigation system that operates through your phone.
1: On my car, I get a little thing that comes up on my display that says we have a download. Uh, Would you like to take it down? Would you like to do it in the background? And so it's all done automatically.
10: And that would be on like Entune and a lot of others. Uh, Most of those updates come over the air. Yeah, GPS. Or in some very few cases, Toyota. This is one of my big beefs with Toyota. One of the things that I and furious about our navigation systems for years the only way to update the navigation maps was you had to go buy an sd card from toyota and swap out the sd card and it was like 250 dollars or more to change out that card to get updated maps and i call that ridiculous that's, it's that's so old-fashioned it's absurd. And especially now that cars are finally getting Apple CarPlay to where all the navigation maps are in your phone. They're updated all the time, constantly.
1: And it's always accurate. Thank you for that, Rick. We're getting uh, uh, past the mystery shopping. We're holding our our calls on the phone right now, but we still have time for another couple of texts.
4: We'll do this rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, First question is from D in Naples. Why are interior colors so limited? Some cars only offer a black interior, which makes no
1: sense in the Florida heat. Uh, I said earlier that car dealers are having a challenge now with different models. They're also having challenge with different combinations of equipments and colors. Think about it. Uh, you try to please everybody, and you come up with all the different colors and the combinations and the options and the accessories pretty soon to have a... a selection of cars you need six thousand cars in a dealer's inventory and it's almost that bad today you give a too many selections of colors and trim and then you force yourself into bankruptcy in terms of being able to build too many cars and make it too complicated to buy so the manufacturers are trying to simplify to optimize the sales process there you go
4: and the last one will be caught up this is from robbie and stewart and she's texted us uh multiple times over the over the years uh great question can you go to any Costco dealer
1: if you're a member or are you restricted to your to the town where you live uh you can go to any Costco dealer uh, and uh, that's not a bad idea uh, there's not that many Costco warehouses but uh, uh you should uh Uh, You you should get a comparable price if you go by the rules. and Because the price is so low that you're not going to find a real variation in the real Costco price. Costco mandates that you have to have a lower price on every car for a Costco member than you sold that car to anybody else for. And as you know, car dealers sell cars for all different prices to all different people for different models. And the lowest price they sell any particular model for is quite low. And the Costco price must be even lower. And if you really got that Costco price, man, you've got yourself a deal. I think, uh, Rick, I've got to get to the got Mr. Shepherd
10: one part. here, if, if we can squeeze one more in. Okay. Uh, George is asking, my question is, I'm in the market for a 2015 S550 or a 2015 RR supercharged, I believe these are Mercedes models, uh, should I purchase a CPO, certified pre-owned, or an extended warranty, and which is more
1: reliable? Well, uh, Certified pre-owned, a good used car is always a better buy uh, value than a new car, so I would recommend that. As far as the warranty, if you're buying a quality car, it's, uh, it's just like uh, you're, you're going to pay probably more premium than you pay in repairs, but it might not happen. If you sleep better at night with an extended warranty and it's from the manufacturer, go ahead and buy it. Okay.
2: Okay, I'm going to mention one thing to, for our listeners, and that is the Florida Weekly, where you can go and you can uh, pick, you can pick that up, uh, or you can uh, read it online. Good people make good car dealerships. And uh, th- also the uh, other column is a $100,000 dealer fee challenge. So there are two for you to take a look at and a lot of information.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've got the phones uh, on hold now to do the Mystery Shopping Report. But you can text us or post. And if we get through the Mystery Shopping Report, we'll address your post or your text on YouTube or Facebook or Periscope or Twitter, whatever you want to talk to us. But we can't have the calls come in because we've got to get through the mystery shopping report which is the highlight of our show
2: absolutely
1: and that's uh, and also probably more entertaining and educational than anything else we do
2: and our listeners can definitely uh, vote on that mystery shopping report from ed morris uh, delray at 772-497-6530 now back to the recovering car dealer
1: as nancy said uh this week's uh, mystery shop wraps up a 4 week project looking into the costco Auto program. We investigated two car dealers who are official participants in the program, meaning the Costco program, Ed Morse Delray Toyota, uh, and a Berkshire Hathaway dealer, Delray Honda, Warren Buffett's store. I wonder if Warren knows what goes on in all of his car dealerships. I doubt it. I doubt it. Agent Thunder handled the first visit and went through the proper procedure described below. The second visits were made by our newest and female. Agent agent 26 on her visit she intentionally avoided going through the proper channels and only casually mentioned that she was a Costco member and remember folks that's a no-no you got to go by the rules of the Costco auto program your first rule is go to the Costco auto www.costcoauto.com and follow the rules put your zip code in and You'll find the dealers available, you go to that dealership, and you'll know the name of the approved salespeople for the Costco program. Do that for sure. Uh, To fresh everyone's memories, here's a brief recap on how the program works. Costco Auto Program requires its participating dealers to offer their absolute lowest price to Costco members who go through the program to buy a car. Now, that's unprecedented unheard of no other auto program does that it is uh, we don't like it at our dealership uh, in full transparency I am a car dealer and we are a member of the auto pro- program the Costco prices are so low that we we're not happy with it I mean it actually could be a net loser to us when we sell the car uh, we do it as Stu alluded to earlier <coughs> where Costco auto pro- program because we need it for the volume we need it to to sell more cars and competition and uh, and to to meet the competition so it's the costco auto program is a necessity and we go about it honestly so uh was a great question earlier on the text why do you do it if you lose money you have to do it and costco's got the greatest program of all time the alternative is worse
6: Mm. um
1: Costco members go to CostcoAuto.com, enter their zip code, they select the vehicle they want to buy, and the participating dealer for that make and model is revealed. The Costco member will then receive confirmation emails from both the Costco auto program and the dealer explaining the process. Now you're in the system. Okay? Now you're safe. Anything happens, you're in the system. And you go back to Costco and say, they really took advantage of me. They lied to me. Man, they will cover you. They will go to that dealer, and they will make him comply, or else they'll kick him out of the program. And I wouldn't be surprised if they wouldn't take care of the discrepancy if you lost money in the deal. You will be protected if you are registered in the program. But you've got to go to CostcoAuto.com and and register. Uh the Costco member is then instructed to ask for one of the authorized dealer contacts identified in the confirmation email and present their Costco membership card. In my case, it's a, a Visa card. I have my Costco member is a Visa card. So you, you present that to the car salesperson who is the approved member. Uh, the member must also be shown the special member-only price sheet that shows the exclusive pre-arranged Costco member savings This, this is a little complicated as I say it you know there's a lot of steps here register you gotta go to the website the Costco website and then you have to put your zip code in and then you have to find out the certified approved dealers and then you have to see the certified approved salesperson at the certified approved dealers and then they have to show you the member only price sheet See, it's a lot involved here. And I can tell you right now, most people don't do this. And that's why people get taken advantage of.
6: Hmm.
1: Here's what we learned so far in our previous shops. Delray Honda failed to follow the prescribed rules for the program on both mystery shops. and eh, failed. Berkshire Hathaway Corporation. Delray Honda failed. They winged it when Agent Thunder went in through the proper channels, and they winged it when Agent 26 came in without the proper channels, and they were respectful and professional, uh, and to Delray Honda's credit, they gave our agents pretty good prices, okay, but they played loose with the rules and kept the details of the deals out of sight of the Costco auto program. So that's not good. Ed Morse Delray Toyota, on the other hand, went by the book when Agent Thunder came in the previous time we shopped them on Costco. Uh, investigated them on April 12th. Our only criticism concerned their large dealer fees. That was at Ed Morris Delray Toyota. And we put them on the recommended dealer list. So they didn't do exactly right but we put them on the list. Now this is the second time we're visiting Delray Toyota. And here's the report speaking in the first person as if I were Agent 26. I arrived at Morse Delray Toyota at 9.16 a.m., parked, entered the showroom. I asked the receptionist for a salesperson and was told that the sales staff were in the morning meeting for another 10 minutes. He asked me if I would like to sit, but I declined, said I'd walk around and look outside. I wandered the lot, looked at the vehicles for a while, headed back in at 9.39 a.m. Agent 26 is very precise. She is, I like that. Yeah. The salespeople were still in the meeting, and the receptionist assured me it'd be no longer than five minutes. A minute later the sales staff entered the showroom on Moss. Is that right? Or is it Inns? On Moss. On Moss. A bunch of salesmen came out the door. The receptionist caught the attention of a woman who then veered from the pack as a pack of wolves and headed oh. my way. She introduced herself as Danny. That made me think of Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. I was yeah. picturing the Danny mother of dragons. Exactly. <laughs>
6: Danny started the conversation. and everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Danny started the conversation with a familiar line, brought what brought you in today. And I said my car. No, I just made that up. <laughs> my feet. <laughs> I was very specific. <laughs> a new 2019 Toyota Camry SE in silver. I said I knew the one I wanted, and I'd even save pictures of it on my phone to put on Instagram. That's kind of, you know. A she's a uh,
6: millennial thing. She's
4: a
1: young millennial. A
4: young millennial. Yeah, she's
1: yeah. almost Gen Z, I think. So, Z, yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny agreed that I certainly knew what I wanted, laughed. She asked to see the pics I had saved, and I showed her. I saved them off their wood fight earlier. We talked about why I love the silver one so much and what it led me to consider the Camry. Danny was high energy, and I was enjoying the conversation. So here we have a female shopper with another female salesperson, and they're hitting it off. This hidden would never have road. happened 30 years ago. It wouldn't have happened 30, nope. exactly. Dandy led me to a desk where she collected my driver's license and left me to get a key. She returned quickly. We took an elevator to the second floor of a parking garage. We found the car, a new 2019 Camry SE in celestial silver, metallic. MSRP was 27791 There was an addendum. For unlimited nitrofill, I
4: like how they spell nitrofill. Yeah. They leave the uh, yeah. one of the L's off of the word fill. Yeah. Well, that saves
1: money on ink. $399. <laughs> uh, now, I was also very happy to see that, uh, Consumer Reports has attacked nitrogen yeah. in cars again. They've done an extensive testing, and they repeated their nitrogen is worth nothing. So here we have Ed Morse Delray, Toyota charging four hundred bucks. <coughs> Can I round that three ninety nine up? Yeah, four hundred for air. Four hundred for nitrogen. Unbelievable. And tent for two ninety nine. Side um, note worth about hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, half that. Uh Danny opened the doors and asked me to get inside then drove us downstairs. She did a test uh salesperson's walk around, asked me to get in the driver's seat for a test drive. Things were less fun on the test drive. I was very unfamiliar with the area and was nervous about driving. Danny didn't speak much, and after a few minutes into the test drive, she took a phone call. I wasn't sure where I was going, and I felt uncomfortable, interrupting the phone call to ask for guidance. Danny finished her call and noticed I looked stressed. I said I was lost and started to freak out a little bit. She apologized and guided me back to the dealership. Now, that, that's just not good salesmanship, None. but it's irrelevant mm-hmm. to our purpose here today. Uh, not smart, uh, not mm-hmm. the way you treat a, a customer.
4: But I think it does describe something that um, a lot of customers might go through. You at a yeah. dealership, and an I'm sure you're part yep. of this uh, town. So. Exactly.
1: Back at the desk, Danny gathered personal information from me. That's when I told her I was a Costco member and that I understood I was entitled to a special discount. Now, if you just tuned in, and people tune in and tune out, uh, we're in mystery shopping, Ed Morris Del Rey Honda, we have a young lady named uh, Agent 26, codename, who is shopping. And uh, we're trying to get a Costco price, but we didn't go by the rules. We went by, uh, oh, by the way, I'm a Costco member. And this is when she sprung it on the salesperson. So she says, uh, uh, I'm a Costco member, and I'm entitled to a special discount. Danny, the salesperson, said... uh, She's looking at her keyboard. She just kept typing, nodded without looking up, and said, Costco, got it? Okay. She said she'd have to get the Costco deal from her manager and would be back. A few minutes later, Danny returned with a worksheet. It looked like I was getting a $4,478 discount off a sticker MSRP. Uh, that was 27791 seven ninety-one uh exact same price as agent thunder's camry by the way I, yeah and that is exact same price I mean, well same vehicle the same msrp yeah. msrp yeah. yeah msrp yeah uh and then she added 593 dollars for the nitrogen and the tires and the tent uh well and it said costco price no they didn't they called it the cotco price yeah the cotco price they misspelled costco Okay, but we don't gig them for that. <laughs> Just we don't gig them for enter- entertainment. Value. For spelling, we don't gig them for right. talking on the phone. Still, funny. we talk. Gig them on ethics and honesty. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a, a grammar yeah, Nazi. You are. You're very anal. <laughs> Next game, uh, taxable fees for two hundred ninety-one dollars twenty-five cents, eight hundred ninety-nine dollar doc fee. Uh, absolutely outrageous. Uh, Sales tax and $690 in non tax fees. $690.90. And do you know what a non tax fee is, folks? It's a dealer fee. It's a hidden fee. It's BS. Non tax fees. So we got here at the latest edition $1,589, but there's more that you'll find out later in the report and added to BS. I said that the initial price looked good, but with all the extra fees added, it was pushing the deal out of my range of affordability. I said I thought the Costco price was supposed to be ridiculously low, and it is. Danny said the Costco price took into account the fees. She added that a lot of the fees are regulated by the state, and we couldn't do anything about them. Shame on Danny. Danny Mm -hmm. told a big fat whopper. Unless she's talking about registration. And I'm not talking about hamburgers. She told a lie. She's telling a Big Mac. Exactly. A WAP is a Whataburger. <laughs> I go hmm? for a burger. Whopper. King. A bur- <laughs> Burger Burger. <King. laughs> Dated myself. A Whataburger is a Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> I asked if I could get an official buyer's order to take with better. me to review at home. <laughs> Danny looked perplexed. She queried, uh, You're not taking it today. I imagine the sound like this. <laughs> Yeah. You understand, folks, huge amount of pressure put on salespeople to spot deliver the car. If a salesperson sells 15 cars in a month and they spot 14 of the 15, they probably get a bonus. Yeah. Spot the car over the curb. Make them take it home, puppy dog. Puppy him. dog. Yeah. Take it home. Danny wasn't happy. She wasn't happy. Danny was first really customer happy. of the day. She was pumped up
4: after that salesman. Yeah. And she came out and then. Yeah. Wha- wha-
1: wha- I said I'm, I'm, I might uh, buy it this evening, but I would need to think of it over and maybe call my dad to discuss. Danny wasn't happy. She wasn't rude, but there was a mark change in her demeanor. She got up to go to her manager for a buyer's order, returned a few minutes later. The numbers on the buyer's order matched the worksheet, but the bottom line was $2,000 less. At first, I thought she'd reduce the price because I was leaving, but then she pointed out a $2,000 deposit was printed in error. My bottom line was the same, twenty-seven, three forty-two, ninety-two. That's interesting, and it could well have been an error, or it might not have been an error it made it look like it was less it i mean had, uh, it, yeah. it, it could have so, been mixed, yeah so uh, where did that 2000 come from uh the customer <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh what what uh what caused it to be yeah, what the, was in the, the computer mindset. yeah to make the price look lower you're, yeah. the, ju- well, the jury's she, out on she it. pointed it out so yeah yeah uh, Here's the summary up Well, you,
4: you missed that part, interesting, the, about the other fee. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, right. It's very important. I'm sorry. There was another, I believe, unheard of fee uh, right below the title and net registration fee of $475 other fees. <laughs> other fees. So Edmore Morris, Ray Toyota. Invented a new dealer fee. Yeah. They, they've really, I mean, uh, what have they got here? I think I itemized them here. I'll jump ahead a little bit. It was bit. like 18 Yeah. we've got here? we got the, okay. Or 1300 sorry. Okay. We got the Nitro Intent Costco price. Uh, we have the dock fee. We have the, oh, not, that's not it. I got the last page here. Oh, yeah. Excuse me here. Silence is deadly on radio. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be doing
6: that. Don't forget,
2: ladies and gentlemen, you can vote on this mystery shopping report at 772 497-6530. We are mystery shopping at Morris Del Rey Toyota, and this is part two of the Costco follow up. And uh, Earl's going to quote a few numbers to you.
1: Thanks for covering for me here. I found it. Better than humming. So we have $199.95 <laughs> electronic filing fee, we have $85 tech agency fee, we have $899 doc fee we have $213.90 in other fees. And that totals up to be $1,297.85. Now, this approaches a new record in lots of fees. And they are all BS. They are all phony, hidden fees to bump the profit. In this case, $1,297. Let's call it $1,300 in fees. So that's what we have here. We've got... Uh, We've got a uh, an obvious effort to uh, bypass the program uh, by Costco. Uh, I guess I should be back at epilogue here. In contrast to the superb superb performance in part of uh, part one of this investigation, Ed Morse Delroy Toyota did poorly when dealing with a Costco member who does not go through the official process. Uh, did Agent Twenty Six get the Costco prize? Well, the discounts were similar. Remember, $4,478 for Agent 26 and $4,528 for Agent Thunder. Nope, Agent Thunder's discount was applied to the invoice, which is the way the Costco program is supposed to go, invoice price for the Camry. But Agent 26 price uh, discount was applied to the MSRP. And to top it off, she was charged $593 for worthless nitrogen and $150 worth of a window tent, which is, you know, half the cost of uh, double the price of what they paid for. 3M
10: pinstriping that you can buy for $20 a roll, and places like that charge you
1: $200. Yeah. Mm. This is a window tent. All told, Agent Texas' Costco price was $2,477 higher than Agent Thunder's Ah. comparing out the door price. So... uh, we also found, as I said earlier, a brand-new uh, dealer fee called Other Fee, and uh, <laughs> right. the rest I of them. I want to make a logo for that. Yeah. No Other Fee's. So uh, <laughs> four, four dealer fees, folks, four dealer fees, uh-huh. ranging from uh, $85 for the tag agency fee to $199.75 for the uh, uh, electronic, no, the uh, pre-delivery service fee, uh, pre-delivery de- yeah, pre-delivery service fee. They call it something else. They called it a dock fee before. Yeah. On the worksheet, they called it a dock fee, and on the buyer's order, they got a pre-delivery service fee. So they don't even know. They had two different names for one fee, whether you're on the worksheet yeah. or whether you're on the buyer's order.
4: I noticed a lot of inconsistencies between the two visits. Uh, first one, uh, Agent Thunder, there was no addendum stickers on the car yeah. uh, last month, and, there yeah. were, and they were this month. Yeah. Uh, there was... Um, On it, almost looked like they pre printed that cop price on the buyer's order, and that wasn't there last time. So,
1: sounds like a dealership in disarray, confusion, I would say. And uh, that's not the reason we're voting, folks. We're voting for honesty and ethics and professions, and we have to take a vote now. Yeah, we do. Let's uh let's start with our Facebook post votes and see see how that went.
4: We have four, uh, we have three Facebook grades that came in and one on text. Uh, on Facebook, Linda. Gives him a, you guessed it, a big, fat F. Uh, Leah gives him an F. Ed gives him an F. And then text in is Anne-Marie. She also gives Ed Morris Delray Toyota a big, fat F.
10: And I'm going to concur. F.
1: And Rick's got some YouTubes over here.
10: I've got Angel, Al Shukri, and Ernesto. All agree F. And I agree F. I don't even have to ask. There's is an angry the mob Black? out there. Do you hear yeah, that? Yeah. Angry mob. Uh, that's right. Pitchforks and torches.
1: Do they have torches? <laughs>
10: and and pitchforks.
1: Let's <laughs> all I'll head down the Delray. Rey. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, Black Widow.
2: Yes, I'll refrain. Uh, she, she
4: gives him a G.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: From any <laughs> long, ter- you know, detailed answer. And, you know, I could because we talked about this on yep, our way yep, in. Yep. That just... Put this the icing on the cake for me. So at any rate, I won't go into all that. But I give them enough.
1: Right. I'm, I'm going to fail them, and we're going to put them on the do not recommend list. We'll flip them. I think that's the shortest
4: tenure of a dealer on the recommended dealership in Earl Store on Cars it is, history. It is, yeah. and, and three weeks. It, <laughs> yeah, and
1: one <laughs> of the reasons is that we really, really love the Costco auto buying program, and to to uh, bastardize it in this manner, and that's probably not a politically correct word anymore. No, it's okay. But uh uh, it's just, it just wrong. And here's the problem, folks, and Nancy and I talked about this too uh, as we drove to the radio show this morning. Uh, why do the salespeople do what they do to the Costco program? Why did Danny uh, and why did Danny's manager uh, collaborate and conspire to uh, mislead a Costco member? Uh, into the program. They did it because they're paid on commission. And they knew they knew that Costco yeah. would know about it. Danny either received no commission on a Costco purchase or a very small one and this manager also does. The big picture is to take the Costco deals because you need the volume but the managers don't see that the salesmen don't see that. They see commission and when they see Costco cust- customer they see no commission and it angers me that Costco doesn't understand that and they do not police their programs more carefully. We will send this shopping report to Costco and to the powers that be the executives and hope they do something about it
2: yeah well what what uh, makes me happy is when women support women and you know uh, you may not agree with me uh, but it doesn't matter whether it's in a car dealership uh, or it's uh, at a gas station women supporting women and when you pick up on a woman's demeanor I want to tell you what, I think that you would rather hear her verbally do we share the demeanor.
1: Do we have time for a quickie? Yeah, Susan Mills texted me, asked about buying a used car on the Costco Auto Program. Oh. Uh, we are a Costco member on the new car. We do not participate on the used car, and there's a very good reason for that. Uh, I I would recommend that you use the Costco used car auto buying program, but shop and compare. The Costco auto buying program for used cars requires a stiff discount off their asking price, but their asking price can be anything. And if they have a very high asking price, they can give a stiff discount, and it will not be a good used car price. Very difficult to compare used car prices. Shop and compare even Costco membership prices on used cars, Susan. Thanks for the text.
2: I hope everyone enjoyed the show today, and uh, from everyone here from Earl Stewart on Cars, we want to thank you. We want to send out a special thanks to Rudy and to Jonathan for helping us out as they do every single week. We'll be right back here next week. Have a wonderful weekend.